Josh, we are back at it again with the white vans. Back for the last episode of this September, really. So, so somebody wake up Green Day. Uh, are you the first person to think of that? Yeah, probably. I think that's. I don't think anyone's ever made that joke. No, I did. I I'd never even heard of that song. <laughs> you're such an American idiot. You're giving you're giving you're teasers. The Green to Day. I know you're giving teasers about. <laughs> Oh, brother. Um, yeah, recording a little later in the week this week because, Josh, you had a softball doubleheader. Doubleheader, yeah. It How was, did that go? Uh, it was – I'm sore. Both games went to extra innings. Um, and I don't know. We didn't get to talk about this last week, I don't think, because I think we were recorded on Tuesday last week. Correct. Uh, I play on Wednesdays now. So we tried to sign up for Tuesdays, but we were told – Hey, you're the only team that signed up for this day. Can you guys do Wednesday? So we're like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Wednesday is the competitive night, as in teams who travel and have like, you know, screen printed jerseys and a bunch of crazy stuff. So we lost 20 to five. Lame. Uh, week one. But good bounce back game. You know, like I said, both games went to extra innings. So good bounce back games from us. Wait wait, I, wait, 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 wait. You lost 20 to 5 in extra innings? No, that was last week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That would have been um, really funny. <laughs> you hang with them 5-5 five, five for, yeah. for 10 innings, and then they pull away <laughs> with 15-piece? Um, what's really weird is that you get you only get one pitch in extra innings um, in this league. Yeah. So it's That's like if it's a ball, you walk. If it's a strike, you know, you're, you're out. Um, Rob Manfred, are you listening? <laughs> I've got an idea for these upcoming playoffs. <laughs> um, I but you know I mean right right hand up. I have to. I I'm I'm not gonna run away from this. I'm not gonna, you know, hide from it. I'm I'm pinning the game one game one loss. We uh, we split the two games, but I'm pinning the game one loss on me. Okay. I uh, I was I was in left. Ball got hit really high i lost it in the lights and the night sky you know i was looking directly into the lights lost it bounced right off the webbing of my glove when i corrected and just you know two two runs came in off of that and then two more came in on the next hitter we lost by two runs damn i i have to pin that on me like I agree. um but we bounced back will anyone you know, work couple- harder will anyone grind as hard will anyone fight as much as hey hey we we bounced back i had a couple ribbies in game two i had a um uh outfield assist on a nice I was a stri- uh, you know or it was kind of it was a ball that landed in no man's land in between my shortstop and myself picked it up rocketed it to third base for the for the out uh to make up for to make up for you know just you know the ball landing per- you know, hitting it where it where they ain't, um, you know, and you gotta respect it. Oh my God, the Lions have already turned the ball over. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Lions have already turned the ball over. This bit's done. Holy shit, Jared. Okay, what do you do? I just see the Packers celebrate and interception. Was it a pick six? It was not. What they're at, they have the ball at like the fifteen. All right. Well. Yeah, so uncharacteristic from Jared Goff in past like season. Oh, hmm? bad no. throw! It was a bad throw, though. I'm sorry, Jared. <laughs> yes, we are recording this during Thursday night football. 
uh we'll obviously get into that but josh yeah. you're so moving forward you're going to continue to get so is there how many teams would you say in this league are going to blow you out uh several all, um, not all though i mean hey we hung with this team for two games right. so you never know um yeah no but i mean like like i mean hey at the end of the day i would have just been sitting on my ass on the couch had i not signed over so it's good cardio you know That's worst just... case we get better you know get big big tune up for summer ball you know uh iron sharpens iron yeah that's that's kind of how i feel about rec sports in general like i've been in rec basketball leagues or like other leagues and like if you're super hardo like fighting tooth and you are so lame obviously if you're good you can win but like if you if you're like if you like care really hard about beating someone by like 20 rather than just winning, you know, cause there's a difference between being like, I'm thinking about basketball. There's a difference between these guys are better and they beat us by 20. And there's a difference between that. And these guys full court pressed the entire game. And I'm yeah. thinking about one team we played a couple times in particular. I, I, I will, I will say I let out a couple fist pumps and a couple, you know, let's goes and stuff like that. Cause uh, my teammate and next to me, you know, we play four outfielders. So left, left center, she she was prime Mike Trout out there both Damn. games Di- diving catches a couple I think I, uh, a couple doubles you know hit to the wall and everything like I, I we were we were jogging out for the last couple innings and I was you know gassed because I was also running for someone on our team who has a knee injury so I was you know doing my base running their base parents running. Gore Ashelman the, what parents Gore Ashelman hey <laughs> hey <laughs> um. I I was gassed and I was just, I I we were jogging out and I was like I really hope they just hit it to you because if it's if it's in your area th- you're catching it if it's in my area I don't know <laughs> yeah uh but anyway no we 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 love we love it you know we're not gonna run away from the grind unlike some NBA stars hmm. yeah which I mean is that the the roll credits moment I guess is that the Play the, the theme music. Oh, all right. We haven't heard a line. We haven't heard that line in a while. We used to say that all the time. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome into the 88th episode of the Long Relief Podcast. A very special episode. A what we're we saying, angel number episode, I guess. Um, I got three shoutouts for this week. Well, two shoutouts and a fact. Two shoutouts are, first is Music Group 88 Rising, Asian Rap Collective, Rich Brian, uh, Joji's on the label, he's not a rapper, whatever. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, war number 88, one of my favorite players, Chiefs, or as a kid, on the Chiefs. Uh, and then 88 is also the number of days it takes Mercury to orbit the sun. So that's a little that's a little fact, share that at the water cooler. You know, when you hear this, you know, it's be like, hey, Randy, in, in sales, what's going on, man? Hey, fun fact for you, you know? People think you're smart. I'm just more sad that people, you know, are going to the office to have a water cooler. Um, I'm gonna give it to Jayhawk Markeith Morris, uh, War 88 on the Pistons and the Lakers, and then uh, you, you know, there's only been 19 MLB players. I'm gonna give it to Renee Gonzalez, who wore it for 10 years. Um, far and away, though. We've said this about multiple numbers, but that's a, a, a huge like reliever called up for a week. 
lot to talk about today, Josh. Uh, a lot of football. Obviously, we've got a weekend packed on the gridiron. Some some other news, some other fun things to talk about since we've you know recorded last week. But uh, first, I think the best place to start. It's freak time in the Cream City. I don't. I don't like lace that. Lace them up. Lace them up, baby. The freak and Dame. I've joined forces and Damian Lillard. Yes. Um, I guess, you know, it should, we should get somber for a moment here as Damian Lillard has decided to pack up his things and run from the grind. You just, you just hate, you think, you know, a guy, you just hate seeing these, you know, smaller market stars just being like, Oh, I have to form a super team. Now I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. Like you just, you just wish, you just wish there was loyalty, uh, in the NBA and just like, you know, Hey, like, you know, if you're like, rec- recruit to your town, you know, not everybody has to go to the big powerhouse just cause you right. can't win. Yeah. When are we, Adam Silver's got to do something to stop all the good players from going to these big markets. Like yeah. Milwaukee. Like, it's just, it's, it's just getting ridiculous. Yeah. Is, is this the first time this has got to be one of the first trades, at least probably in NBA history where like it was a very small market team that made the aggressive. I can't, like, I can't think of a single other trade. Because this is, you know, obviously a, a super blockbuster, I would say. So, I guess where were where were you when when you got this alert? Because I was working from home. What? I was at work. <laughs> it was like a mid. It was the middle of the day. <laughs> I guess this wasn't really a where were you more of a what was what was your reaction? Because I got the alert and I got several alerts. I got a flurry of alerts and I looked over. I got a Woj bomb. I got Schefter retweeting the Woj bomb. I got a Shams bomb. I also got a false shams. Bomb. I got a, a, a Hawaiian false missile threat from a few years ago. <laughs> shams, shams. I'm guessing. So I'm, what I'm guessing happens with these guys when like they know a deal is coming, like you want to be first. I'm guessing they have like if they know it's like between a few teams. They probably have drafts. Yeah, he fired off the wrong one where he said the Raptors are getting uh, Dame and deleted it within seconds, but. The, da- the damage had seemingly been done to Raptors that, Nation, Josh. Although I'll let, I'll let you speak for that. That has to be like the worst feeling, the like the biggest panic uh, a scoopster like feeling can have. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not looking at the looking at the package that was turned down allegedly by the Blazers. It was a uh, Gary Trent Jr., Precious Achua, uh, Grady Dick, and money and picks to comp up for it. So that's already two, one and a half, two, two and a half, you know, depending on the lineup of our starting rotation, along with picks and money and would leave one shooter on the team. Cause they also wanted OG and Anubi thought thrown in. So you're left with one shooter on the wing. You're le- you're down one of the best three and D players in the NBA. You don't know what your future draft capital is anymore. You're losing money to salary cap for a 33 year old. Who's going to be pay- getting paid. $50 million here soon. I didn't like, I don't like that package. I think it's selling the future for when we're not in win now mode. So I, I'm, I'm not really too hurt by this just because the roster makeup just wouldn't make sense. You're not going to be able to run an entire offense through Damian Lillard and Pascal Siakam. Um, especially when like your starting big would then be, or you, you know, you still have Yakum Pearl as your starting big, but like, like the best shooter you have off your bench is Chris Boucher. You can't, that's not, <laughs> that is, that is a 10 seed team at best. Yeah. That's just Canadian 
Blazers. That's just Canadian Portland. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is this that wouldn't if that is the actual package that the uh that you know the the Blazers turned down, that the, that's an unrealistic expectation for where Danny Lillard is, is in his career now. I mean, I like I, sure I, he scored 30 points, he's you know, a game last season, but who the hell else was shooting the ball? <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I don't think that that's necessarily too much for him. I think it's too much for the I don't think it would have made any sense for the Raptors to do that. That's what I'm saying. If like the Heat could have offered that much and they got if it was like or like a win now kind of team lakers or somebody but the rap like you said the raptors i don't think that takes them over the edge and i feel like portland now also has they have drew holiday that they can move they have deandre ayton you know i guess maybe you like him they have uh which by the way deandre ayton now is playing outside of arizona for the first time in his life hmm. or his well you know adultish life and high school college pro he was always in arizona so uh, but, um, oh, and, uh, they have Jeremy Grant who apparently might be also getting flipped at the deadline or in January or whatever. Yeah. It, it was very funny how, you know, from an outsider perspective, obviously like Dame was from the jump, like, I want to go to Miami, nowhere else. And everyone's like the whole time. It's like, no, we're not going to offer hero or we're not going to offer whatever. And the whole time Dame was still like, I don't care. It's only Miami. And then they're like, what about Milwaukee? And he's like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's hard to turn down playing with Giannis, I guess. Uh, The best tweet I saw about this was, um, I know Chris Middleton's ugly ass is just kicking his feet in the air, giggling right now. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been easily moved instead of Drew. I would argue, I, if I was Milwaukee, I would have rather kept Drew. Yeah. It's a cold world, though. A day after Drew Holiday going around saying, like, I never, I want to retire a buck. I never want to leave here. Yeah. He had to have known it was coming. That was his last, like, ditch effort to stay. Yeah. Um, the best tweet I saw, Josh, from about the whole thing was uh, from Nickstape99. Good follow on Twitter. He said, uh, remembering when the Cavs wouldn't trade J.J. Hickson for Amari Stoudemire. Do you remember this story? Have I have I told this story on the podcast before? Refresh the audience. Yeah, so, so I had this written down at one point. I remember. I don't think I told the story, though. Basically... In 2009, 2010, LeBron's last year in Cleveland, he was, you know, obviously maybe going to leave and they had to make a trade or they had to do something to get the team over the edge. They ended up trading for Shaq, right? You remember? I mean, yeah. I mean, he was in his prime. Didn't keep LeBron in Cleveland, right? Well, at the time, the other trade that was reported to have been available was trading J.J. Hickson for Amari Stoudemire, who was an all-star. And Mike Brown was the coach at the time. Danny Ferry was the GM. And they had to decide what to do. They wanted, they kept JJ Hickson. They ended up trading him to the Kings the following summer for Omri Caspi and a pick. Now they were both ended up being decent role players, but nothing ever happened. Obviously LeBron left, but that pick, that pick was protected first. That ended up converting to a second round pick, you know, if it didn't, whatever, but it was traded to the bulls. In the Andrew Bynum trade, <laughs> you remember that? That's an Andrew Bynum to Philly, that four-team trade. And then now that pick now belonged to the Bulls, who traded that pick to the Warriors on draft night for cash. The Warriors drafted Jordan Bell out of Oregon. You remember him? <laughs> Barely. He beat KU in the Elite Eight. You probably should. No, he didn't. Allegedly. Uh, he Dylan was... Brooks and Jordan Bell. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he ended up 
he ended up being okay. I think he's out of the league by now. But you may remember he had off-the-court issues, and in 2019, he was suspended for one game for conduct detrimental to the team. And it later came out in a podcast that he tried to prank an assistant coach by charging a $30 gift shop purchase for candles to his room. The coach didn't like it. He got, the player got in trouble. Jordan Bell got in trouble. He got suspended. The coach at the time, Mike Brown. Yeah. Mike Brown didn't trade J.J. Hickson for Amari Stoudemire. And as a result, he had a unwanted, he had an invalid thirty dollars credit card charge for candles on his. He had he had a very stressful fifteen minutes talking to the front desk lady because ten years prior he wasn't aggressive at the trade deadline. That is a sports domino effect. That is comedy right there. Um, it, he really got a guy suspended over thirty dollars. Yeah. Like I'm not sure what his what his like you know financial situation was at that time in his career. But I feel like thirty dollars for an NBA assistant coach should pretty much just be like a, oh, what? Come, come on, man! Like right. that's not even. It's like, like clearly Jordan Bell really misread their relationship, right? But like thirty dollars in making him like because like you, when you're suspended, you lose a game check. That game check was probably like what, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, wow! I didn't even think about that. Like, that, is such a disp- that is such a disproportionate punishment. Yeah, yeah, but that goes to show maybe Tyler Hero will be the next JJ Hickson. Hmm. Miami didn't make the move, and they lost. I mean, obviously Jimmy Butler's not LeBron, but you know, or maybe these other teams, maybe. The Raptors lose Miami Pascal Siakam. If you, if you ask Miami Heat fans, Jimmy Butler is, is far surpassed LeBron. I don't know, because no, Heat fans also irrationally support LeBron, remember? Did you see that the Blazers asked for Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo in their first negotiation? That's hilarious. That yeah, defeats the whole purpose ask. of trading for him. You have to ask. <laughs> I guess. That's like if the Lakers called and they were like, yeah, what about LeBron? Yeah, you want LeBron and AD? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, the other sides of the trade, too, I guess. The Suns won. They got Nurkic in. They traded out Aiton. Kind of, and they got a couple of bench players, which, you know, they were looking at, you know, signing some minimum wage guys off the unemployment line if they, if they didn't swing a trade. So oh, those guys are going to Miami now. That's and True. that's how they go. And they'll drop 15 in, in the in the Eastern Finals. No, no. Those, that's the box. They're, they're not going to be pulling from that pool. They're going to be pulling from undrafted guys who played at Mount Union D3 College in northern Idaho who turn into the next Duncan Robinson. <laughs> uh, and, oh, uh, we should talk about also our bet, our lifetime bet on Damian Lillard winning a title in Portland. Yeah, I said no. And I have until he retires. You have until he retires. He can go home when he's 40, bring it home, win a title with um, Scoot Henderson. Okay. Scoot and Aiden, that's kind of something. Different kind of freak time. Um, anything else on Dame? Uh, no. I mean, it's just going to be... Lace him up. It's going to be a long fucking season. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited, though. I'm excited because... I, if he didn't end up in Miami, I'm glad he ended up on another contender. And that honest, because honestly, no offense to the Raptors, he, they wouldn't have been a contender with him. So, no, not with what you had to give up for it. Uh, all right, Jordan, uh, you want to move into our recap of week three of the yeah, National well, Football League, starting with uh, our record recap? Uh, yeah. the, my do your job parlay did not cash because of the Vikings, um, off the top of my head. Uh, but I went a solid 11 and five this week, bringing my season total to 28 and 20. 
I went to ten, I went ten and six, bringing my season total to twenty nine and nineteen. Oh, we're right there. We're right there with her. Yeah, this is. I, I hope it's really tight all year. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and speed through these games here. Um, probably don't need to talk about a lot of them, but it was kind because of, it was kind of a boring week, not necessarily from well, you know not much happening, but there was only a couple close games. But there were a lot of blowouts, but the close games they they were very good, right? Um, or very stupid, which is good. So. Let's just let's just breeze through uh, the first two I have pulled up here. Nothing really to say. Very expected to what happened. 49ers beat the Giants. Lions beat the Falcons. Uh, Falcons may, you know, be having a I'm coming down moment. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, the, the, the Lions defense is very legit, uh, especially for that that front four. And the Falcons are, are run heavy, you know, establish the run offense, especially with Bijan back there. So nothing nothing surprising here nothing like raise the alarms like oh my god the first two were a fluke well kyle um, pitts sucks well kyle pitts kyle pitts has officially entered the ryan Tannehill zone where you're like i don't know i mean who knows maybe <laughs> any given sunday he will he will have one like three touchdown 145 yard game this year yeah probably he'll probably be in london <laughs> um let's uh, well, let's move into the first like exciting our stupid game of the week mentioned it earlier chargers over the Vikings 28, 24 in the most Vikings way to lose a game I've ever seen with the chargers taking the lead on a tipped (laughs) tipped ball by the DB that should have been intercepted into the receiver's arms right at the goal line. And then Kirk, then the chargers going full chargers, by trying to go for it on fourth and one on their own 17. What the not fuck was that? It. Brandon Staley was almost fired right then if he had if he had his cell phone on him. But Kirk Cousins wastes 30 seconds for no reasons of the, of, of the clock, throws an interception on first and goal, thus securing the Chargers win. I think not, I, I don't think the Chargers should get a, uh, a notch in the win column for this. I think they should have just been like, no. Make it a tie. No, you, you're both 0-2-1. No. They should have ruled it a tie. Yeah. The, like, if Roger Goodell – Roger Goodell could still do what's right if he's brave enough to do it and say, like, no, no team gets the win here. God. Yeah. I mean, this this was the unstoppable force and a movable object. Game no, this league. was the stoppable force and the movable object. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, Vikings probably should just trade Kirk and punt on the season, but they won't. Yeah. Well, if you trade Kirk and you know you don't have a you know good plan for the future at quarterback, they got to pay Justin Jefferson this year, don't they? I, I don't. I mean, yes, man. I don't care. You figure that's the first thing you figure out before you even figure out what time you're playing on Sunday. You that's what I'm saying. That. But if I'm if I'm JJ, I'm like, am I wasting the prime of my career on a team that doesn't know what their quarterback is? Come on, come to KC. <laughs> the next Brady and Moss. No, because you got you got too greedy, uh, too greedy of a quarterback that restructured his deal because he wants to be the highest paid player. But we'll get into that later. But Joe Burrow deserves it. I mean, have you seen the way he's playing? Chris Jones deserves to hold out for how for his for his value, but Mahomes <laughs> is greedy. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on to probably the. Probably the game of the week for like actual like gameplay wise, not hilarity wise, which we'll get into that one later. I got Packers over the Saints 18 to 17. Yes. Um, the analytics an game of the week. This? Do we want to throw an asterisk on this one though? Because Saints were pretty, were kind of cooking until Derek Carr got knocked out. 
Well, then they put in Jameis. Well, then uh, I rest my case. Which is like dropping a 32-ounce bottle of oil on whatever you were cooking. <laughs> I mean... It's like yeah. dropping a fully frozen turkey into a vat of oil. There you go. Uh, like, like I said, it's a... Uh, it was it was the analytics game of the week. Matt Lafleur went for two when he was down eight or whatever it is, and then it they ended up winning because of it. This is definitely my uh, tape over the middle of your glasses game of the week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jordan Love made plays when he needed to. Yeah, I mean, like definitely big bounce back win for the Packers after uh, choking, having a choke job last week. Now you know immediately bouncing back and having a seventeen point comeback of their own. Um, the first team to score two touchdowns on the saints this season. Um, so, I mean, like definitely, uh, yeah, no, definitely something to worry about for saints as Derek Carr is now kind of week to week. Um, go ahead and move on to the next one though. It's uh, I think we're going on the same order here. Same site. It was Houston 37 Jag 17. Uh, the only thing I really wanted to write down is CJ Stroud just going to quietly be the one from this draft class. Like, is he just going to quietly be better than Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson and Will Levis? And I'm not going to say anything three weeks into a career. <laughs> He's looked damn good. He has looked damn good. And this Jags team is, you know, a good team. And they hung 37 on him. Are they a good team? They're one and two. Speaking of hanging a lot of points on someone. The Bills, 37 to three over the command. Well, yeah, the Bills, 37 to three over the commanders. But... <laughs> Also, the Dolphins in the throw the controller against the wall. You're cheating. You're cheating. Show me the sliders game of the week. <laughs> the Dolphins won 70 to 20. And the crazy part is they could have scored. If they had kept the starters out there and tried, do you think they could have scored 100? Yeah. Mike White was slinging like 50 yard touchdowns. Did, why did the Jets ever get rid of Mike White? Realist, yeah. Realistically, he'd be pretty good right there right now instead of Zach Wilson. Yeah. I don't know, man. People, where people complain that the Dolphins are running up the score. What else do you want them to do? Be like, hey, hey, uh, A-Chain, I know you just ripped, you're ripping off like 70-yard runs, but like, can you just like take a knee at the one for sportsmanship? Right. No. <laughs> score. Uh, I mean, they didn't kick the field goal for they sportsmanship, but I, but what the, the angle I heard that I agreed with, if you do go out there for the fuck you field goal and he misses it, that's that's a bad look. I don't care. I'm, I'm showing I that that is showing how little you respect Sean Payton and the Broncos organization for not interviewing say, you, along with Vic Fangio having his revenge game. I'm I'm kicking that field goal every time. Yeah, crazy. This, this was definitely that, this was definitely the your opponent has disconnected uh, game yeah. of the week. Yeah. Um. Next one here, the Browns beat the Titans 27 to 3. Jerome Ford's a beast. I'm glad I picked him up. Uh, then we got the Colts. Minshew Mania back in effect. The Colts beat the Ravens 22 to 19 in overtime. Is Justin Tucker human? Uh yeah. Oh, that was crazy because when I was watching that kick, the kick went up and I saw that it was straight down the middle. I literally turned yeah. my head away and I was like, no, nah, and I didn't, and then they said no good. I was stunned. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know he could come up now. short. I, I thought it just went wide went, left. All right, it's I saw the kick and I was like, all right, it's good. And then I heard uh, old Scotty, you know, chime up, be like, no, good. No, there's no way. It's Justin Tucker. Right. It's just right. like, I mean, obviously God hates the Ravens. So he, he made the he made the wind blow. They are just oh. the most injured football team of all time. Well, it's because, Always. I mean, remember the, remember the player uh, surveys that came out last year? 
Yeah. And the Ravens gave their strength and conditioning people Fs across yeah. the board, and then they re-signed and extended those people. The player, the player should absolutely be speaking out and being like, what the hell is going on here? They clearly, something's not working with these strength and conditioning people. What are you going to do? Fire them. <laughs> True. Uh, oh, next Lord. one here. Speaking of, speaking of, you fired the New York Jets, Zach no. Wilson. Uh, they lost to the Pats 15-10. This is the type of game that makes your teeth fall out, literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's defense. Yeah, that, that was bad. I mean, those they're clearly veneers or whatever, but uh, I've never seen. <laughs> I hope he gets a fix event sponsorship, though, out of all this. Sensodyne. Uh, <laughs> Pat's defense stands up big. I mean, this if they had a good, you know, they really just need to get a generational pocket passer quarterback who can run that system. That's what I've been saying. I just don't. I mean, from like, Michigan or something. Someone that like Nathaniel Hackett has like a good repertoire and relationship with. I no. like he's been in the business a long time. You'd think that he would know someone. We're we're doing we're doing intersecting bits here. I, I know. did a Patriots bit. You were doing a Jets bit. I know. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game was whatever. That game was just like, ugh, I don't want to watch this. This is a. <laughs> and then Seattle thirty-seven, Carolina twenty-seven. Boy, it was funny. Carolina's offense was humming with Andy Dalton. It is it is concerning. Which we'll see. Yeah. And then and maybe the most surprising game of the week, Arizona beat Dallas 28 to 16. Yeah, knocked me out of my survivor pool. So Damn. thanks for nothing, Dallas. Um are they frauds without digs? I I think they I, I mean this is this is definitely a trap the most trap game I've ever seen in my life. Um but I mean you know, looking at looking at these first three games, the Cardinals haven't looked like atrocious. I mean, Josh Dobbs has definitely played way better than I thought he would. True, true. We did we we thought that they were going to be what the Bears have been. Yeah, like they had they we thought they were going to be the worst team of all time. They're just a regular bad team. That's a yeah, little frisky. The, the Bears are who we thought they were. Right. The Cardinals are not. Um. Moving on to the Steelers over the Raiders. Uh, Steelers offense continues to just kind of have one big flash play a game, and the defense is just picking up all that slack. Is this sustainable for a whole no. season? No. Like, do you think this is another, you know, eight and eight, you know, nine and eight season? You know, the Tomlin, the Tomlin well, yeah. uh, tried and true. Well, yeah, right around there maybe, but not a not actual success. The funniest thing I saw this week, someone said Najee looks like he runs like he's got jeans on, which is just <laughs> so true. Um, I saw someone say his knee, uh, his leg pads have to be um, be made of sand. <laughs> uh, and then the other other thing I had here was kind of interesting how Jimmy Garoppolo looks very bad when he doesn't have generational coaching around him. Yeah, when or he doesn't when have arguably Adams. when he doesn't when he. The guy went from the greatest coach of the past to current generation. I don't want to say it's past to who was, who is maybe now the best coach of this generation, Shanahan of like this new generation. He's one of them. He's one of them. And but I mean, you'd have to say McVay, I guess, but anyway, it's just interesting that now that he has a regular coaching staff, they're like, wait, this guy actually sucks. <laughs> but he has the highest completion percentage in NFL history. Jordan don't care. So handsome. Don't call that. I, don't, I care about that. That's the that's the saber metrics you got to look at there. 
And then this next one here was actually one of two scoregamis that we had this week. The first one was sure. the Dolphins game, obviously, which was very funny. John Boys tweeted, I, if they score another touchdown, they'll break the scoregami chart because it only goes up to like 72 or 73. Yeah. This one was Philly 25, Tampa Bay 11, which is that's a that's a meaty scoregami. That, 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 that is a that's a good one. A nice low one like that. Um, should they ban the tush push? Yes. No. Or no, we don't need to get into it because we had talked about it last week, actually, too. I know. <laughs> we're just going to end up screaming at each other. So we're not going to we're not we're not even going to go down that road um, either. I mean, the fact like it's such like a do I think that it's dumb and should be banned? Yes. Is it that big of a deal? No, because it's only one. They only run on third and one, fourth and one. So they're only running in like obvious like QB sneak situations. And is yeah. it that different? realistically than a, a regular qb sneak or like you, a, have, you have three downs to stop them from doing it you know or getting into the position to to do that like if you're gonna let the eagles get down to the one they're most likely gonna score in some way anyway just right that's, my, that's my why does it matter in what manner do they score especially when it's like again if it's so unstoppable why didn't the Chargers and justin herbert do it when they were on fourth and one on their own 17 you're not no, we're not we're not, we're not, stop. We're, not we're not doing this we're not doing this whole if anyone can do it it's so easy we're not we're not doing this whole argument it. again no anyway we're, not, we're, we're not doing listen to last week's episode if you want to hear us argue about this anyway the Bengals use some home cooking to beat the rams because god forbid the nfl was going to let the Bengals go start zero and three talk about home cooking joe burrow's leg is going to look like that if it Dude, don't his fall leg off the bone looked, then it's free his <laughs> leg looked tiny compared to his other leg how the f- Sit him for three weeks. If he had it looked, been out, it looked like he it looked like he like didn't have like a calf. If he had missed the first three weeks, and they were one, they, realistically, they probably would be one and two at worst, zero oh and three. Yeah, and then people would be like, "Doesn't count because Joe Burrow wasn't playing." Right, and they, I don't even, who I don't remember. They have a rookie backup. Either way, I don't know. Uh, the Rams, I just can't get a read on them. I They're can't just... get a read on them either. Uh, but no, I will say that the touchdown that got taken off the board, two two out, did not step out of bounds. True. Um, yeah, that's great. especially like there definitely wasn't enough like evidence to overturn the touchdown call on the field, and then the first interception by Stafford, not an interception, but like I said, you know, NFL ain't gonna let the Bengals start zero three. So, right. um, and that's all I have to say about that matter. But Jordan, that leaves us with one game, so we gotta go. Whoa! Wait, hold on. Did you just get this alert? I got this alert that Taylor Swift eats her chicken tenders with ketchup and seemingly ranch. Oh my god! I hold. We got to stop recording this. We got to start all over. We got to scrap this whole episode. Seemingly, seemingly ranch. ranch. It, it could have been Caesar. It could have been real Jordan, talk. I just, put, real, I just put my fucking mortgage into honey mustard. Real talk. Uh, as someone who has worked several times in the Chiefs suites at Arrowhead Stadium, like it's a sec, the it's like the press box and the up the le- the level above that is where yeah, the suites brag, are. But okay, no, yeah. it's it's the level above it. But they have Dragon. it's the same catering. Though they have the chicken tenders at halftime of every game, and I those are of top five food of my life. The can Arrowhead you confirm Stadium. if ranch is on is an is a condiment option? I can confirm. So were there any other white sauces? Like, is, is it possible that it could have been like a tartar sauce or something like that? No, not, not unless Taylor had brought it from home, which confirm, um, I'm willing, I'm willing to be the first podcast here to confirm with due to expert source, Jordan Wolf, 
that was indeed ranch dressing on Taylor Swift's plate. Confirmed. But yes, those chicken tenders are fucking incredible. I remember them well. I remember them all too well. All right, so that's a good transition. We're Jordan and I. We, you know, obviously we're we've been consuming sports media, and every single sports writer has been trying to find the perfect Taylor Swift quip, the perfect one-liner. So Jordan and I are going to have a back-to-back, toe-for-toe, line-for-line, bar-for-bar Taylor Swift off here because now we go to Long Pond Studio Sessions, Arrowhead Stadium. Jordan, I'll give you the first shot. The game was a bloodbath. The Chiefs won 41-10 as Matt Nagy had bad blood with the Bears. This t- this Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey relationship, Jordan. After all, everything I keep learning, the, uh, learning about it, the more I see. If this was a movie, I wouldn't believe it. You know, you got to give the Bears some credit. Their roster's not that great. They got a rookie or not rookie, a young QB. The Bears said, "This is me trying." I mean, I have to agree. Jordan, the holes in this defense by the Bears, they're bigger than the whole sky. Yeah, you know, it's 13 straight losses for the Bears dating back to last season. You got to wonder when they're going to make a move. You got to wonder when they're going to exile Matt Eberflus. That's a a great question because, you know, when Kelsey was lining up and saw, you know, a linebacker DB in single coverage, you know, there were a lot of great hot mic moments from this week. And he would see it single coverage and he'd just say, you're on your own, kid. He would. He would ran out there. He's got coverage all over him. He had to shake it off. It's it, it's just like just keeps proving that Mahomes and Kelsey, this combo's unstoppable. They're like they're a glitch. You know, obviously it's early in their relationship. You never know where it's gonna go. You hope for the best. You can be confident in the best. And I think at the end of the day, when Taylor really thinks about it, she hopes her fingers can be as bejeweled as two-time Super Bowl champion Travis Kelsey one day. I agree. I mean, we all we're rooting for love on this podcast, but I don't know if it's necessarily fair for her to you know go to this game because we all knew how this game was going to go all too well. Sad girl autumn version. I'm out. That's all I got. Well, I, got <laughs> I, I got more. I got some more. Go ahead. Keep going. It's, it's an electric atmosphere, though. I mean, tra- Travis Kelsey was right by saying, no, let's see who's rocking the stadium more because Arrowhead was filled red, Taylor's version. And, I mean, on the touchdown play at the uh, for, you know, Kelsey to finally get his touchdown, you know, Mahomes walked over to Reed and said, I, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 87. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That one's I, up. I, no, no, we're still going. The conquest for a third ring really just shows. I mean, this was just another defense to burn for the Chiefs here. Like nothing you can really do. The drum banging, uh, you could uh, at the beginning of the game. You know, they're all doing the the chant, uh, the, the beat of the drum. Taylor Swift looked at Donna, Donna Kelsey and said, "You know, this is our song." Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I've already gotten their celebrity couple name picked out. They are the Joker and the Queen. That's a deep cut one right there. All right, I all right, all right. Fifteen more. No. <laughs> this, I mean, we really should have seen this relationship coming though, because I mean, Travis Kelsey's signature, the Archer, 
how long has this relationship actually been going on? Maddie Healy was a distraction by the fake news media. Folks, dig deeper. Let's dig deep. Let's you got Rasheed. You got Rasheed Rice out there catching passes. You got Sky Moore out there catching passes. Fake Travis Kelsey's on both sides to confuse the defense. This game was just death by a thousand cuts. There's nothing you can do to stop this, this Chiefs offense. I feel bad going into going into next week with the Chiefs playing the Jets because with Rodgers playing, it really just makes you wonder, you know, would have, could have, should have been of this matchup had Rodgers been healthy. But I mean, if, if things keep going this way, I think the Chiefs are going to have a lot of champagne problems at the end of this season. But that's enough. Well, you were, you were kidding when you said you had 15 more. That's enough. That's enough of week three. Let's move on to week four, starting with London boy, Jaguars, Falcons going to London to play an 8.30 a.m. Sunday game. Again, we're is, recording is, during Thursday. Is so. this still a, is this still a, a Taylor Swift thing? I'm waiting for you to drop a lyric now. <laughs> uh, London Boy was the last one. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't pick I, up on that. I had one for Hey Steven, because I was going to say Hey Steven A, but I decided to drop it for time. So <laughs> I, I didn't pick up on London Boy. You, were, the, you still had the cadence where I was like, when is this going <laughs> to deliver? Uh, Always delivering. <laughs> yeah, well, and just... I'm the fucking uh, stork of this podcast. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, well, we're, 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 before we move on, will you admit that you were wrong about Taylor and Travis? You said there's no, no way that this was real and going to be a thing. No, 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 no. I never said that. I said, I said, I have no, I could not picture a single thing those two would talk about. But I'm hoping it's true because I need a fuck you, Travis Cancel anthem. Yes, I don't know. It seemed like you were very dismissive, as if she would never like. He's way, you know, he, he, she would never stoop. I'm down a Jason Kelsey level. man. What can I say? I don't know. I also, don't know. shout out to the Kelsey brothers. You know, number one sports podcast or just podcast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll step back. We'll let them have their moment. You know, it's it's their time in the their time in the sun. Uh, you know, us winning all the time. You know, we had a damn near two two year streak. By the way, our two exactly. year. I mean, our, like, our, our two year episode is in like two weeks. I know it's crazy. Um. But no, I, I want to definitely give them their props because, you know, they have the no stupid questions segment. There's a lot of Swifties that have been asking a lot of, you know, general football knowledge to, you know, especially general knowledge to professional football players. And they've been answering them honestly, not mockingly and earnestly. So I definitely want to shout them out because they could very much easily just have a, a ignored that or been like, uh, well, what do you mean you don't know what a first down is? So, you know, shout out to, shout out to the Kelsey brothers. And again, shout out to you, Jason. What a guy. Hey, Jordan Love interception. Okay. Uh, for those, quit, for narrating those wa- the thir- quit narrating the Thursday night game as if it's a watch along live stream. <laughs> I want it to be a watch along. Sync up with <laughs> us now, especially if you're driving. Uh, but yeah, Taylor Swift and Travis are real, and all the haters can suck it. Everyone who said that he would have never had a chance and that it was fake, suck it again. And they had their fun dinner out that one photo leaked from where he was doing the Ken leaning on Barbie memes. That was very funny. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Where, where did all this, uh, your boots on the ground here. Where did all these Taylor Swift is in Lawrence rumors start from? Cause like, I think I feel it was... bad for the workers at free straight free state brewery. They're already busy enough every day as it is. They did oh. not need a crowd of 200 well, outside their doors. I don't settle down about, uh, I don't think that it affected their day that much. I think it was, I don't, the first I saw it was from Derek Johnson, KU radio guy. He tweeted that he heard a rumor that Taylor Swift was at Free State Brewery. 
and that like she was like i heard a rumor that taylor and travis just left free state brewery and then like within like an hour there were a bunch of people and he was like i again i don't know if it, i said they had left i don't know why you're, i don't know what you went down there for <laughs> he's like if whether or not it's true or not i don't know i don't know if he started it or i mean was... travis kelsey was photographed in kansas city this week so <laughs> that's true that. i saw the paparazzi had that that was a big scoop like what's he doing there god it's yeah um very and she's gonna be at the game this week because it's in new york it's true it's gonna sunday night football she's gonna be up in the box her and donna are gonna have friendship bracelets calling it now um but let's go ahead and talk about it then josh like we said we're the thursday night games going on right now we won't talk about it. i had the packers with my pick who did you pick for this game i would have picked the lions okay so I mean that'll affect that'll go on the record. We don't need to talk about the game, but will that'll affect our standings. Um got a bunch of games here. And as you mentioned, the London boys are out there. The Jags might as well be a, t- a London team at this point. I know. It's crazy. That's why I am picking the Jags to, you know, to get the fan base rolling. I'm also I'm also exclusively watching the Toy Story broadcast of this game. Um on ESPN yes. Plus, this has so, the chance to either be awesome or stupid. <laughs> I hope they have uh, or both. I hope they have an MVP equivalent. Um, I hope the loser. I hope they show the losers like animated team being blown up by Sid. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yes, I'm excited for this. Um, I'm taking the Jags as well. Um, Dolphins are playing the Bills in the next one. The line here. I don't know if you can just see it. Kind of surprised me. The Bills are two point five point home favorites. I mean, it's my it's Miami going into Buffalo, but it's not late enough for the weather to be a factor for me. Um, God, I mean, both teams looked really good last week, and obviously the Broncos' defense is just comically bad. I'm a I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills this week. I feel like this might be a come back down to earth game um, for 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 the Finns. But I'm 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 going with the Bills just because it's at at home and they were absolutely cooking last week. Yeah, I don't as if the Dolphins weren't. <laughs> Again, they were both playing pretty bad teams, but like yeah, I mean obviously I, you're not the expectation cannot be to score <laughs> to score seven right, points. Right, I'm I'm taking the Dolphins though. Okay. I think I I hey I predicted it by the way before last week's episode. I said they're my most feared team in the AFC, and they went out and scored seventy. Shout out to Mike McDaniel, long relief listener. <laughs> Uh, um so very funny opposite side of the coin here the next game is broncos at bears it's funny how maybe the two teams with the two best i guess maybe the chiefs two of the three best performances are playing each other and now two of the worst performances you'll see all year if the bears don't win this game they're underdogs i know but if 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 justin fields cannot look competent because they should have extra time. They do not have a pass rush on this team. He should have all the time in the world that he needs. He should be like DJ Moore should be able to burn that secondary. If the Bears cannot put together some semblance of offense in this game, I don't know where the hell you're going for your future. Because I, I know it doesn't involve Eberflus, but I got no clue what to do. I am taking the Bears in a must win game at Soldier Field. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Oh. Give me the Broncos. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> I think that's the funniest outcome. 
Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Uh, moving on here to the are, – are they good? I don't know. They're not bad, maybe? Rams versus Colts at Indianapolis. Can't get a vibe from either of these teams. A lot of field goals for both teams last week. They were close the last time they played each other um, a couple years back. I'm I'm a Minshew maniac. I'm taking the Colts. I I, I don't disagree, but I'm going to be, for the first time this season, I will be rocking with the Rams. I can't pick them to lose every single week. Yeah, for the first time this season, you'll be picking your team to win. Yeah, I might I might have a sneaky shade if uh, depending on what the roof is open or closed, though. I need to see Ursay's tweet. True. Um, but for now, we're going to go with the Rams. We'll keep eyes on that situation. Ravens-Browns coming up next here. And a bit, Ravens needing a big bounce back win and just also, God forbid, just need people to stay healthy at this point. And the Browns, I mean, I hate I hate to say it, but Deshaun definitely looked better last week than the first two weeks combined. Um, yeah, I wish. hopefully some of the bad injury luck from the Ravens rubs off on him. I'm not going to disagree. Twitter would be very crazy if Deshaun Watson had like a big injury. The amount of pack watch tweets that would be going up. Oh, like I, I remember seeing the, um, you know, a scene from SpongeBob when Nick Chubb got injured, being like the, why couldn't it have been me? Yeah, <laughs> why couldn't it have been you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ugly game of the week: Bucks Saints. Call me Damian Lillard the way I'm rocking with the Bucks. I'm picking the Saints just for that alone. <laughs> I think I think this defense can also pick apart Baker Mayfield more than Baker Mayfield can pick apart that defense. Well, it could be Jameis Winston. Could be a revenge game. That's also true. So Saints go marching. I like the, I, I like the Bucks. I think the Bucks are decent. Like I said, I think they're a, the perfect. I, 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 mean, I think they're I, yeah, the perfect they're, team to get blown out by thirty on the first weekend of the playoffs. I think they're a solid seven to nine team. Yeah. And if that wins the NFC South, seven or nine and one, whatever, and one, yeah. Um, that brings us to Commanders Eagles. All right, moving on. Eagles will uh, push push <laughs> their way through there. By the way, real quick, what are your thoughts? Tush push or the brotherly shove? Ooh, I like brotherly shove a lot. So that limits I mean, to just tush, Philly. Tush push shows respect to the ancestors for the bush push. True. I've, I like to push, push more, I think, especially because brotherly shot, like you, if you're the Bills, you can't run that. But you yeah, can run yeah. the push, push. I think more teams are going to start doing it. Josh Allen could do it. Tony Rich could do it. Justin Herbert could do it, but they didn't. So uh, that brings us to Vikings Panthers. The Vikings cannot start 0 4. I think they can. I think they can, but I. Justin Jefferson is better than that entire defense combined. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the Panthers. All right. That's fine. This is going to be a bad week for me. I can already tell. We are very divided. We both have the Eagles, by the way, on the last game. That might have, that's one of the only ones that we've been, I guess, maybe the yeah. Ravens. But uh, Bengals, Titans. I feel like we're both going Bengals, though, at least, right? Titans. You're kidding me. They're favorites. Okay. You're smarter than Vegas? Yes. You're smarter than Vegas, bro? Yes. I'm I taking didn't the Titans. Trees to let F uh, uh, to let F one build a racetrack. So yes, I am smarter than Vegas. Joe Burrow, more like Joe Burno, more like no Burno. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's the owner of the Chiefs, so I'd be careful. 
let you sit Raiders, in that. Chargers. I'm going to let you sit in that observation. That's fine. Listen to how stupid it sounds. I've got the Chargers over the Raiders <laughs> coming up here because the Raiders suck. Uh, the Chargers. Coaching for his life. Um, I've got the Steelers defense over the Texans despite Texans to win Steelers offense. I like I don't I don't hate that pick. CJ Stroud's the real deal. I don't hate that pick, but I just think that the Steelers defense is too legit to quit uh for a rookie QB. Uh 49ers over the Cardinals, I think is a pretty don't need uh extreme analysis here. I mean, that's what we thought last week with the Cardinals. What if yeah. the Cardinals go on a fucking run? What if Josh Dobbs? Clayton Toon has to be punching the air. 49ers. I'm probably the under in that game. I, I This might be the game where the Cardinals score zero. I don't hate that. Uh, Patriots-Cowboys. What are your thoughts here? Give me the Cowboys, I guess. I'll take the Cowboys in the bounce back game. They're at home. They're not going to be looking past their opponent after last week. Uh, Chiefs-Jets. Jordan, I got a sneaky suspicion you're going to pick the Chiefs here. Yeah, shocker. Um, wow. And again, I'm taking... The Chiefs over team total, which was the sharpest play of the year, by the way. I called it last week. Matt Nagy revenge game. It hit. Um, I'm also going to be taking Kelsey to score a touchdown. Oh, this by sucks way, so did, much. Both Monday. Oh, wait, no. There's only one Monday night game. This. Okay, did you see God. all the uh, sports books now have like Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey parlays? Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and DeAndre Swift to score a touchdown parlays. Yeah, there was um, like a I, the one that I thought was funny actually was it was the friend zone parlay with end zone capitalized and it was travis kelsey to not score Ooh, i thought that would be fun if you were a hater. pretty fun that would have been fun to bet on um and then seahawks giants i feel like we're both rocking with the hawks yep so there's your week four look ahead uh do your job parlay chiefs cowboys niners in the afternoon and evening slate okay i like it i like it i like it i am going to go with the uh Seahawks, Eagles, and the Jags. It's my do your job. Hate you so much. Just not what the, not what it is. Just I can come up with a narrative. I can come up with a narrative. Just picking the chalk is not doing your job. You are spitting in my. You are you are spitting in the face of my creation like you were Adam laying onto his eyes onto the garden, onto the forbidden fruit. Ugh. I mean, Adam didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, right, it was all Eve's fault. Yeah, <laughs> women, am I right? She was probably running late. Cut, cut that. Uh, <laughs> that's saying it. Um, that's all for NFL. So it's all for NFL talk. We got some some college ball to talk about. Not a ton. It was a jam packed week last week. We don't need to talk too much about each game just because it's been so long. We'll run through them. I mean. Colorado got smoked, obviously. You're Expected. probably happy. Number number one, Dion and Colorado hater, Josh Ashelman. When, since when? No, what? Since the first week when you did not believe that they could win. Do you believe? Okay. Do you believe? I definitely think. Like, this no, season, do you believe? This season is a do you believe? no matter what. Do you believe? You don't They're believe. not beating USC. You, you don't believe. They're not beating USC. You don't believe, plain and simple. The season is, if they lose out of this season, is still a success. Yes. Um, Oregon is apparently not about clicks since when? Yeah. Since they're I, about clicks. Know. We're about wins. See, they say in their 151st unique uniform combination of the year. Yeah. Like, they say in their meticulously, they all have like 
very flashy sneakers, wristbands, helmets. They got their own camera crew following them around and producing yeah. a docu series. But Colorado is the I don't look. That's a that's a that's a shot for their NIL program though. Yeah, true, yeah. They're, yeah, we're not worried about clicks. Don't come here. Yeah. Um. So that or was, that was it's a great anti-bullying campaign. True. Uh, <laughs> that was uh that was that was interesting. Obviously, unex- or that was that was expected. Uh, Ku won again. Ku is now ranked number twenty-four. Folks, give it up. Give it up. Um, pretty awesome. We beat BYU. A good game. Uh, Ohio State barely hung on, or barely not even, not even hung on. They barely they hang on anything. Day. They barely lurched forward, and Notre Dame, 10 men on the field twice. Yeah. And I saw a tweet where it was like their week one game, they had 10 men on the field. They got to just hire an assistant coach or get an intern or something whose job literally is just go, okay, that's 11. Yeah. Okay, that's 11. You know. <laughs> they need a Notre Dame needs a line leader. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know about that with your last name starting with W, but. They need someone to be like, all right, we're all here. Buddy system. One, one, one buddy is a thruple. Get out there. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> the Catholic Church takes its first loss in many, many centuries. <laughs> um, Florida State beats Clemson in overtime. Clemson is maybe not as much of a fraud as we thought, or Florida State's maybe frauds. I mean, they have a lot of legal trouble coming up now since uh, Joe Exotic, Tiger King, is suing uh, Florida State's quarterback for people calling him Tiger King after Florida State has beaten LSU and Clemson this year. Yeah. So what do you? What, I mean, do you think that could be an off the field distraction? Um, no. <laughs> That's all I will be saying on Joe Exotic at this point, <laughs> on the advice of my lawyers. Uh, Bama beat Ole Miss. Not surprising. Um, Wazoo beat Oregon State in the Nobody Wants Us Bowl. In the in the Pac-2 championship. And then Penn State blanks Iowa to keep their national champion hopes alive. So um, that's college football. Oh, I guess we got these games here. We'll run through them. Utah, Oregon State. Utah apparently supposed to get back Cam Rising this week. Their Heisman caliber quarterback. I'm rocking with the Utes. I'll rock with the Utes. And I'm taking Colorado to beat USC. No. Uh, I mean, if it doesn't happen, I I was kidding. And if it does, <laughs> I, I, if it so, does happen, I'm a sharp. <laughs> right. Uh, Georgia at Auburn. You never know. It's just a, you know going into Auburn. At Auburn, yeah. That I'm telling you, that stadium, that stadium's <laughs> it was built on a bullshit graveyard. You never know. Um, and then Michigan at Nebraska, sort of the opposite of that. But it is an interesting storyline game as well. Really the big one, Kansas heading down to Austin, take on the Longhorns. Josh. How is this an Josh, afternoon game? Do it with me now. Horns down. I, I You know, uh, when I'm out playing softball since playing the outfit, you know, you do like the one, you know, one out, tell everybody, no, I always do. Hey, guys, hey, guys, two down, two uh, down. But I'm doing horns down all every time. <laughs> That's classic. That's classic. Um, LSU at Ole Miss. I mean, well, I guess real quick, we're taking Kansas, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I, mean. uh, 
LSU. I do think Kansas will at least cover. Um, LSU at Ole Miss, another top 25 matchup. And then Notre Dame at Duke, which is where game day is actually going. I want Duke to win now for that reason, I, I guess. Duke, yeah. So, um, and then Heisman watch real quick. Michael Penix has jumped into fr- – oh, I'm being yanked off the stage. Folks, Heisman! Phoenix is looking to be in the best. Washington position. sneaky. <laughs> There's no way to say this. Um, Washington sneaky. They're frisky. They're frisky. It's spicy. <laughs> That's all I got, though, Josh. Let's hear these quick hits. All right. Let's let's start at the beginning, which is the only way to begin. So let's begin by beginning. The athletics. Perpetual bozes of the season uh, made sure to send an intern out day of and gift recovering alcoholic Miguel Cabrera an $80 bottle of wine as a thank you gift for everything he's done in the MLB. Just, just why? Yeah. I mean, sometimes nothing is better. <laughs> a lot of teams just gave him like a plaque or something. Like if you don't want if, if do, just do that. Like that's fine. The Brewers gave Adam Wainwright a donation to Big League Impact. Just do that. Yeah, that's that's a good there idea. There has to be some charity Miguel Cabrera has worked with. Just give donate like a, to that if you don't. Give him a you know what I, mean? I don't know. Yeah, no. Just uh, what a franchise. Uh, why do we like Camus Cabernet Salmonyan? Because it gets on base. Yes. I yeah, I'm ashamed that I didn't pick that up. Pick up on that. Uh, Jordan, over the last 120 years, only one position player pitched the final ending of a game on the day their team clinched a playoff spot. Can you name that player? Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez. They were getting rowdy down there in Milwaukee as they clinch uh, the NL. But he might have the most fitting name of anyone ever. Yeah. That's our fucking Rowdy. Yeah, no. I look at him and I'm like, yeah, his name's Rowdy. (laughs) Ah. Jordan, I am a little sore after playing two extra inning double headers. Yeah. Your back hurt? My back hurt a little bit. But uh, as of five days ago, Static Shock is 23 years old. Wow. One of the best theme songs of all time? Yeah, I would I would argue. I would absolutely put it up there. Superhero Static Shock. Woo-woo! That's one of those ultimate morning cartoons for me that I never went out of my way to watch, but like it was what was on. And I was like, all right, sweet. If it was on, you're like, oh shit, hell yeah. Right. But like, I, I don't recall ever watching a new episode of Static no. Shock, like premiere. Yeah, it was always, it was always one that you had seen before a little bit of, not all. I will them. say no, of of the big three, uh, for GM Stellantis, no, uh, of the big three, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, Nick, Nobody did it like Disney Channel for making you be like, I have to watch this episode new. True. Like all the or the Disney Channel movies be like, I have to watch this day of. Yeah, the movie. Like, I knew I was gonna catch the fairly odd parents on rerun to uh to perpetuity. But like a new episode yeah, of Hannah Montana. Not, you're not a real, you're not a real you must be a not real crocker head. <laughs> Guy like me. Jordan, a reboot of the office is in the works from original show creator Greg Daniels. Um, I don't know how to feel about this. I'm not positively is how I feel about it. Maybe it's good. What if it's good? What's there even to do? Didn't like they don't work in the office anymore. 
Are they going to do like, hey, guys, we have to go back. <laughs> like, we lost our jobs. We have to go back. I don't know how it could work. Like, there's no, there's no. It would have like, to just be a... keep it with the documentary thing as like a, you know, like a follow up. Where are they now? Thing. Why would they all be near each other? I it's no, it's gonna have to be a new cast. It's just a bad idea. New cast. It's it's. My guess is it's gonna be like the Scranton branch closed down and Stanley, Phyllis, uh, Angela, Oscar, and uh, 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 Toby. I don't know. Like a few of the characters will be starting at the new charlotte branch or something <laughs> charlotte's way too big of a city it would be like wilkes it would, it would be fayetteville or something but it, it, it's going to be some sort of new cast or i don't know yeah, I, I, that, that, I mean, that's like, the only way that i think it can be good so i hope that's what happens but here's the thing the whole part the whole kind of uh lesson learned from the office original run is don't jump the shark and end when you have to end the show they didn't do they did they failed at both of those tasks. Disagree. Season eight and nine are good. They're not, but they're season not eight and nine would be the best seasons of most shows. <sighs> I disagree. They with seem that. bad because they are they're in comparison. They stand among giants. I don't I don't think um, I don't know. There they there definitely there definitely is a sharp drop off and just a like a well, why yeah. are we doing these things? Uh, uh storyline wise. But we're not gonna, yeah, I know that's that, that's the point. That's the point, Jordan. Anyway, I'm moving on. We're going down. Where where are the Chiefs playing this week, Jordan? New York. Ah, you mean they're playing in Stew York? Brianna Stewart winning MVP of the WNBA this season, averaging twenty three nine and four to lead the number two seed New York Liberty. Uh, to a 32-8 and eight regular season record and a Commissioner's Cup championship in her first year with the franchise. So, shout out, Stewie. The GOAT? No, Griffin. <laughs> I was always more of a Brian guy myself. Oh, man. Because, yeah, because you hate women and you don't support the WNBA. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it is crazy how... why I, I guess I don't really know the full detail. Why did they ever let her leave Seattle? <laughs> I don't know. I would have. I don't know. Every dollar that we uh, especially had. letting her uh, letting her team up with uh, um, Sabrina. I uh, wanted to give a tip of the cap to Haley Van Voorhees, uh, Shenandoah University safety, as she became the first female non-kicker to take the field in an NCAA football game last weekend. Yes, it was, yeah, because you know you've seen a few female football players before, but they are, all, I would say, exclusively kickers. Yeah, usually like you know, there's. I mean, I think like I saw like, a video of this girl. She flew in there. She looked like Troy Polamalu. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No. Definitely tip the cap. Shout out, Jordan. The University of Kansas has its largest freshman class in history and its highest overall enrollment in 13 years. The record-breaking freshman class includes 50 over 5,200 new Jayhawks. Good lord! You thought the 43 red was full before. Uh, surpassing the 2008 class for the largest in K history. Jordan, what else happened in 2008 for Kansas? Interesting. 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 And uh, are both the basketball team and the football team ranked also right now? Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. 
Those who fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it. Give me the Hawks by a thousand. Theory can only take us so far. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get back into it, Jordan. Since Taylor Swift showed up Sunday to the Chiefs-Bears game, there has been a 400% spike in Travis Kelsey jersey sales. The Kelsey's podcast ranks number one overall on Apple. Kelsey has added 383,000 Instagram followers. 24.3 million viewers watched, making it the number one game this week, including a 63% jump in female viewers age 18 to 49. Three times increase in Chiefs searches on the web. Hey, some little Peoria Chiefs residuals coming our way. That's good for the city. Uh, three times increase in Chiefs sales on StubHub, and the Chiefs sold more tickets in a single day since the start of the season. I, no one should be this famous. <laughs> yeah, probably not. We need to break Taylor Swift up into several smaller Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift has a monopoly on just yeah, we need to, everything. Yeah. <laughs> God. I, how much do you think those tickets, like right, you know, the seats that are like in front of that press box are going for? A lot. Is she going to be able to like stand in front of that, that window again? Yeah. I mean, it's, there's security to get in there. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I got the glass because it's just going to be people like staring at her. I which so. i know she has to be used to at this point yeah i don't think but she like at care. the same time i'd be like can we like i don't i don't, like, I don't think that, taylor swift going to a stadium and having people look at her is necessarily a new thing for her not behind a pane of glass though when she's not the main event <laughs> but although i'm not maybe the, she's, she's the, the main fucking event. main event <laughs> uh i yeah no one should be this famous man <laughs> oh although i will say though she needs to you know Watch her potty mouth in front of the potential new in-laws. Yeah, there's, there were kids at the game. Yeah, there's kids at the game. And like the Kelsey's don't seem like the type to swear to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. Jordan, these streaming services have gotten out of hand. Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, Peacock, Paramount, Ouya TV. And now we have the Jazz Plus streaming service. For $125.50, about a buck fifty per game, you get two tickets to a jazz home game, a jazz t-shirt and hat, live games, exclusive content, on-demand games, along with the Spanish language broadcast. Or you can pay five dollars for what a the single game. Is this a fucking commercial? Is this a radio hit? I'm, I'm breaking right it down. Now? I'm breaking it down. I'm Are you doing a radio hit for the Utah Jazz? I'm breaking it down, Jordan. If I can't just say jazz plus streaming service, and everyone's like, oh yeah, I know what that is. I'm breaking it down for $125.50. That's what you get. Or you can pay $5 for a single game. I'm saying this is stupid because League Pass for every team and every game is only $200. Why would I pay over 50% for just the Jazz? Because you get all that other stuff and you get get two tickets and a t shirt and a hat. Is worth, those things are worth money. If I'm already willing to drop $125.50, to watch jazz games, probably already owned a jazz t-shirt and a hat. They're, I, Utah, I, they're Utah people. They don't, you can't trust them to be normal. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. If it, the, the, the Bally sportsification of the NBA just needs to stop. Shut up. 
What? <laughs> what? Well, every team offers a streaming service and package. No. A majority of teams offer some sort of pay this to watch our team. and I disagree. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why? Why is it ridiculous that Why they're offering a package to their fans? Pass? Why would you just not buy League Pass? Because maybe they only want to watch the Jazz and they don't want to spend twice as much money. It's not twice as much money. Are they... You said it's 125 and it's 250. No, it's 125.50 or $200. So, okay, excuse me. Every game. People don't want to pay 40% more or people don't want to pay 1.8 times more, not double. Excuse well, me. The fact that they're breaking it down by like, hey, this is big savings. It's only about a buck 50 per game. It's probably about 60 cents since I get to watch every game on League Pass. Though you can't You want the answer to this question that Yes, I do. You can't watch your home team on League Pass. They're blacked out. You can't buy a League Pass to watch the Jazz. That's why. That's why. It's probably on local broadcast. This is for people. That I can't have... watch Bulls games. This is for people on... that don't have cable. That don't just they can't watch a local broadcast. I can't watch Bulls games on League Pass, but I can still watch on fucking, fucking NBC Sports. Do you think the Bulls? Play... Yeah, you have NBC Sports. This is for people that don't have NBC Sports that want to pay to watch the team. I don't I, I don't understand this argument at all. They're not I, forcing people to pay for it. Uh, it's not the only way. This, they're not paywalling jazz games behind, eh, the exclusive team, behind an exclusive team paywall. Utah, they might. True. You might have to opt in. Like a, yeah. Anyway. Ugh. A Phillies fan was denied entry to the ballpark uh, last night for trying to bring in an emotional support alligator. Jordan, <laughs> the last time I recall, an exotic animal was denied access to a ballpark was a goat to Wrigley Field. And we all know what happened after that. Uh-huh. Did the Phillies just sign their own death certificate? Their Billy Gator. Oh, no. That's all. I mean, I'm. I'd be worried if I if I was the Phillies. They might have to sacrifice the fanatic. No, because just just what that same game last night, Bryce Harper gets ejected. I don't know. Throw his helmet into the stands. I don't know. I don't know, Jordan. Be kind of funny. We, we're due for a good curse in sports. We're well. I mean, the Vikings still exist. So yeah, that's not a new one though. I know, but it's still a good curse. Uh. Speaking of cursed, Jordan, 90% of America is getting Bears Broncos on their local fo- on like their local Fox station. That sucks. For the 12, for the 12 o'clock game. Well, maybe they're really should, subjecting maybe. 90% of America to this. No, because they're probably going to subscribe to their team streaming service and get a nice t-shirt and uh-huh. hat. Yeah, I'm sure they are. They won't have to watch that game. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Boy, the 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 there's like one little sliver into Oregon that is stuck watching <laughs> Bears Broncos while the others uh, along like the coast the coastal elites get to watch an actual football game like the Seahawks game. I'm like I'd be so mad if I was that far inland Oregon and being forced to watch Bears Broncos. <laughs> I must just be a big Broncos. Country. It's like it's like a split down the middle except for Vegas. Broncos country annexed them. Broncos country annex Vegas because it's just a straight line down Nevada except for a random shootout to get Vegas in there. <laughs> Damn. 
Well, that's because um, AFC West. And then my bozo slash worst thing I saw this week, Kurt Schilling revealed yeah. that Tim Wakefield has brain cancer. And this is why this is the worst person on uh, worst thing I saw this weekend. Bozo of the week was because even in the podcast clip, he says, this is not a message Tim has asked anyone to share. And I don't even know if he wants it shared, but as a Christian, shut up, shut up. This is not, this is something you, oh my God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine leaking that to, to what make your podcast better. I don't think he did it thinking anything like that. I think he did it because he's a terrible person. He doesn't I think, think about people. Like, oh my God, I cannot imagine being trusted with something like that and then immediately finding the nearest microphone I can get my and get in front of. Yeah. To be like, hey, this is something like very private and that they don't want to go through. I think you guys should know about it, even though it doesn't it's not my situation or story to tell. Oh my yeah. God. Fuck you, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, as if there was picture. any doubt before, Kurt Schilling seems to be a bad guy. Yeah. No Eilish. No. Oh, brother. Oh, brother, indeed. Jordan, what's the worst thing you saw this week, dare I ask? Worst thing I saw this week uh, at the Dillon's by my house, um, the self-checkout. Ooh. So I've been going there for a year plus, and then also, I mean, I've been there before, and they've always had like eight self-checkout things. Sometimes, you know, maybe one is down or whatever, card only, whatever. But the Dylan self-checkout is a, a reoccurring guest on Worst Thing I Saw This Week. Wait, when was the last time that I... When you bought something off the end cap of an aisle and oh, it was yeah. more expensive than you wanted it to be, but you were in self-checkout, so you didn't want to, like, call the guy over to, to take it off? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so they... Well, that's probably not... Even, that might not, they, don't, they don't want that to even be a problem anymore because they have replaced it to where there's now three self-checkouts. Oh, and two, two like it's it's a self checkout where you ring it up, and then there's like a belt that goes down to the bags, like a it's, yep. But 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 they employ but they employ someone to stand down there, not to bag your things, but to like st- like because like you slide down like a can of glass and like to stand there and to like steady. They have someone who's like you know the regular kind of self checkout guy, who when I got accidentally put in this line the other day. Every item I put on the thing, he touched and like put over on like the like put it like moved it over to the side, which defeats the whole purpose of the self checkout. That's not a self checkout. That's a I'm doing ninety percent of the work checkout. Yeah, let me do the whole like, fucking work. Let me do the whole like, thing. It's like if you're already there, you should just be bagging the grocery. <laughs> right. Like, That's what, if, if he was gonna bag it, sure. And it, 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 still, don't fuck off. When I went the other day, I, I literally stood the, the one of them open and I said, "No, I'm gonna wait for this because I want to bag my own groceries." Is it a PS5 under your shirt you were ringing up as an orange? Especially, well, and that's true. Uh, they also now, whenever, like, not every single time, but I got it. I was swiping a brick of ramen. And I had, like, obviously, like, four of them or whatever. Yeah. And I, like, kind of, I was swooping them kind of fast, just tossing them into the bag. And it popped up and said, you know, unscanned item in batting area or whatever. And it had a, a video feed from above. Of me like swiping the item or whatever, as if I was shoplifting a twenty-five cent brick of ramen. Did it have a crosshair on, on not, you? <laughs> not, 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 not the, not the nine-dollar body soap. Not the, not the deodorant. Not the, not the, not the pizza. Not the, not, nothing. Jordan, I was stealing the twenty-five Jordan? cent ramen because they would never notice that, huh? Right? Jordan, yeah. Jordan, if they give you an inch, you're gonna take a mile. So yeah, that's the worst thing I saw this week is that they replaced their self checkout for a half self checkout. I don't get it. 
Um, we, have like, of, we have those at like uh, at High V, but like it's just like I don't like it. I don't. I you don't know. It's the same thing, but it just adds the sure. Like I can, it gives me more space if I have like slightly more groceries than the normal self checkout. But like no one's down there to catch your stuff. Like if I have some glass, unless they hire someone to catch it, which is stupid. If like if if I have some glass, I just walk it down there and then go back to scanning. (laughs) Yeah, which it's it's oh those things are just oh oh, okay. (laughs) Um, get my getting hot over here. I'm getting tense. Um, your heated era. My bozo of the week is Hollywood studio executives. The strike is over. For the writers. Well, I don't think the actors were ever on strike. Yeah, they were. SAG, SAG was on strike. In solidarity. I don't think they were in strike, like, actually wanting anything. I think they were in strike on... I think they were on strike in solidarity. I don't think that they were necessarily... I don't think they were at the bargaining table for anything. Um, From what I understand... Screenwriters a- to return to work, but actors remain on strike. Well, I thought that they were very closely aligned, so maybe not. But either way, it seems as though it's 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 mostly over. And I imagine if the first part is over and the second group only joined because of the first group, they'll probably figure it out. But uh, And I also wanted to give the tip of the cap of the week to Drew Carey, who uh, apparently has had an open tab at a diner across the street from the picket lines where he has paid over $500,000 for free food, coffee... And stuff for people picketing. Price is right. God damn. Nice. Um, and then uh, I didn't have an Elon moment this week. The hit streak is broken. Uh, he, he's he's probably done. Uh, well, of- I, I got one. He said he said that uh, AOC is not that smart. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and it man, was quoted man with tur- man who bought something for forty four billion dollars that is now worth eight billion dollars. Yeah, he, he he was quote tweeted with you made the worst business decision in the history of the world. Yeah, so I, um, I got one in there. Play, give me a give me a clown horn. <laughs> Um, but I'll replace the Elon moment with my cool moment of the week. Uh, so I went to a concert yesterday, Claude and Lawrence first time. Or John? No. Oh. Claude. Uh, third time seeing Claude. Once was as an opener, so I guess that doesn't really count. Okay. Um, and it was in Lawrence at the Bottleneck. Have you been? Mm, outhouse, yeah. Nope. Uh, I was at the Bottleneck. And so I'm chilling and the opener's going. And a uh, friend of the program, Nick, is coming. He's meeting me there. And he texts me, like, you know, I'm at the whatever on 23rd. Like, I'll be there in a few minutes. So I go out front to stand outside, wait for him to go inside with him. I'm outside for probably 30 seconds, which you can imagine, you can, you can visualize. It's the, the it's New Hampshire Street right behind Mass. I'm standing there. I glance over to my left, walking down the street from the direction of, like, Leroy's or whatever that would be, I guess. Is Claude okay. <laughs> and and the drummer that I, I didn't know at the time. Obviously, I was standing there and I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> and they walked up, and I, I was wearing a shirt with the album art, which is Claude's face. And I said, "You're Claude." And <laughs> you didn't just go, "Ooh, ooh well, like <laughs> and just point like, at your shirt." <laughs> well, like they could tell that I was like looking at them as they walked up, and I was like, "You're Claude." I, I and they're like, what, "Yeah, hey." Them off. Well, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, I like your shirt." And I was like, "All right, yeah, it's, yeah." And, you got a snap to selfie, and then when it was just very strange, I was outside for probably three minutes, and the artist I was there to see walked up. I hope. I wish that this is how uh, Nick found out. <laughs> yeah, he listened to the episode that you hadn't told him you met Claude like forty five seconds <laughs> before he showed up. <laughs> no, I, I I sent the selfie immediately. Um, which hey hey, here's that, that you know what the the moral of the, that story is punctuality. 
Yes. Yes. Well, no, actually, because if he hadn't been running late, I wouldn't have. I would have been inside. I wouldn't. If have. he had been less late. So this is true. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the cool moment of the weekend. It's a great concert too. So hell yeah, um, I'm going to a concert myself this weekend. Yes, baby metal. Yeah, in Denver, the first time out in the in the big big old Rocky Steel Mountain city. What? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, I'm afraid. I, what if I what if I uh, can't get you know good oxygen? What am I gonna True. do? You're gonna, you're gonna have to acclimate to the uh, cold mountain air. I think I'm gonna go there. And I'm gonna uh, throw a football just since I can uh, just naturally throw it farther up there, and then just claim I can throw it that far anytime I want. You can throw one over that mountain over there. Over that mountain over there. That's because you were on a taller mountain and you just threw it down. Yeah. Well, I was at I was at like one point of the tip of the mountain. I just threw it over the other to the other side of the tip. Like like throwing a uh, the ball of your roof growing up. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's beautiful. Um. All right. Well. Oh, I got I got I got a quick question for you before we go into the challenge. Uh, we went to Oktoberfest uh, two weekends ago, I think. Um, I forgot to bring this up. We went to go see the wiener dog races, but they had some guys playing like, you know, those really long horns, you know, you know, the type I'm talking about. Yeah, I guess. Would it been a uh, mean or do you think they would have been really cool with it? If like I won over them, slid them like $5 and I said, can you please play the Ricola theme? <laughs> Like you think they would have been cool about it? Because I couldn't make up my mind at the moment. You might not. You probably aren't the first guy to ask that. I mean, like it's the most famous song with those instruments. Yeah, it's like asking to play Freebird. Right. I think yeah, they're waiting for you to ask. I don't think they would have been caught off guard. It's like going into Guitar Center and starting to play Wonderwall. Everyone loves <laughs> it. Oh, brother. <laughs> um, that's all. I got a fun challenge here for us this week, Josh. Okay, about time. So the uh, biggest thing on Twitter over the last week or so has been the Kevin James meme uh, posted up looking all smug. Yeah, Josh is hitting it now. Me when I send Josh the uh, Zoom link. <laughs> you better not. You better not. Me be when I see Josh joining the Zoom party. You better um, not be sending another goddamn riddle my way. <laughs> no, no, this is not a riddle. Um, we've got another best of three question here. Kevin James has been in a lot of things. He's provided a lot of voices, provided a lot of cameos, small things. You've got to tell me. I've got three questions here, three movies on each. Which of these movies did Kevin James appear in? Okay. First question. Night at the Museum, Bruce Almighty, or 50 First Dates? I mean, the Adam Sandler 50 First Dates seems like the layup. But it almost seems like too much of a layup. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. Night at the Museum. Robin Williams was Teddy. Could have been the dinosaur. Or it could have been the dum dum gimme gum gum. Guy. That seems like a good that seems like a good answer. Ooh. I wanna avoid I wanna avoid the Adam Sandler layup. I feel like that's a, a misdirection. Um I'm gonna go Night at the Museum. Incorrect. It is 51st day. God, it seemed too obvious. It seemed too obvious. He plays, I think, like bartender or something in that movie. Um, (laughs) Why not? And then uh, second question here. Monster House, Emperor's New Groove, Finding Nemo. Which of these movies did he provide a voice in? Or a physical cameo. It's got to be Monster House. 
correct? Yeah, it's got to be. I was like, I know those other two movies. Like, there's, I, I cannot hear Kevin James's voice in any of those. But Monster thought, House, Finding Nemo, he could have been in. I, n- n- nothing jumped out to me right away. But Monster House, I was like, I feel like I can see a mocap Kevin James. He was in Monster House. He was something like Doctor. I picked three. Third one here. Elmo's Halloween Party. Shit. Elmo's Christmas Countdown or Elmo's Easter Adventure. Can I phone my two-year-old nephew? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I, uh, sidebar about Elmo real quick. <laughs> I was talking with my mom and I was like, oh, how's my brother and nephew? You know, and, um, and she was like, oh, they're doing good. He's, you know, he's going to the Cubs game tomorrow because it's because Elmo's singing the Sesame Street or excuse me, Elmo's singing the seventh inning stretch. You know that. And he's also was like, why would I know that? <laughs> I looked at her, I was like, you saw. I looked at her, I was like, am I following his tour dates? Why would I know that? What do you mean? Oh, shit. <laughs> Elmo's coming to Wrigley. Damn. Uh, it already happened. Uh, <laughs> so what's, what's it going to be? Elmo's Halloween party? Elmo's Christmas countdown? Or Elmo's Easter adventure? I got to go Christmas. I can see Kevin James playing Santa in an Elmo Christmas special. Correct. Let's go. He Let's does not go. play Santa. I don't think. I think he plays Kevin James in that one. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> uh, I was, I, uh, yeah. Those other two don't even exist. I made those other two up. Uh, oh. Halloween party. They, they, that's the thing. They might actually exist. I, well, I don't know what his Easter adventure would be. James portrayed Santa Claus in the Sesame Street oh, holiday special, oh. Almost Christmas yeah. Countdown. So, yes. Fuck he, me. There you go. Well, I just saw that he was in it. So, salute yeah. to him for, you know, helping the kids. James has one complaint with the series. Interesting. We'll never know. No, <laughs> Elmo too red. <laughs> it it said they repeat. Well. They repeat a lot, and that really pisses me off because I'm just waiting for new episodes of Sesame Street to come out. It's like The Sopranos. Come on, turn it over, do something. Then you see one, and you're excited. And you think it's going to be a new one, and you're like, near and far again. That's what it is. Near and far. I saw this a hundred times. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Oh God! Shout out to Kevin James, man. Shout this out, Kevin man. James King, King of Queens, criminally underrated. It is. It is. Um, that should be up there and celebrated in like the Everybody Loves Raymond tier. Yeah, God, it is. If you ask me. Um, thank you all for listening to the 88th episode of the Longer Leaf Podcast. Like I said, the Kevin James episode, I guess. He's had quite the week, so salute to him. Next week's guest, stay tuned for that interview. We just finished taping it before this. Uh It'd be funny if we had the Kevin James episode and then we interviewed him on the following episode. (laughs) Um, He's busy. Yeah, true. We tried to get him, but he looked too sheepishly into the camera. Um, Any parting words for the people here, Josh? Um... No, I'm, you know, just, you know, safe travels. It's fall, y'all. Uh, I had to I had to grind up some leaves uh, earlier today, so I mean it's 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 there almost. Yes, yes. Um, remember to have your pets spayed and neutered. Uh, remember to vote. Remember to register to vote. Also, um, can't help to double up. Vote two or three times just to make sure your ballot gets in there. Just to be safe. You always got to you always got to double dip. Register under a fake name. Um, you know. <laughs> thank you all we love you safe travels to josh on his way to colorado and back um, we love you 
We'll see you next week.